Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Kiesel Broom, and I'm tuned in to the First Team Podcast. Which your hosts, Gio and John. Hello, Cosmos Country. Welcome to a special episode. Yes, you heard that right. It is a very, very special show because I had the privilege to be joined by Evan Reem, who is a supporter of soccer. He just supports local soccer in California. Also, he is a writer and he covers the Sacramento Republic. And I talked to him uh, over the weekend and I talked to him about NASL expansion to the West Coast. I know he doesn't appear on NASL podcasts a lot. He doesn't write about the NASL, but he is someone on the ground in California, someone that loves this sport so much and he understands really what the West Coast needs uh, soccer-wise. So, again, here is Evan Ream. He has a lot going. He, he, he has a book coming soon. And he talked about an article throughout our conversation. That article's link will be in the description on our Audio Boom page. So check that out uh, as well. We would tweet it out at one team pod as well. So check all that out. And here is Evan Ream. What are your thoughts on the new San Francisco NASL expansion side? It hasn't been announced officially yet, but they released their name, the San Francisco Deltas, a new logo. So Evan, what are your thoughts on this new club on the West coast? The logo a week ago, maybe whenever it came out, it was like January 22nd. And I got about, over 30 responses and not a single one of them was positive. I didn't have anyone saying, Hey, look, this is a great logo, or I think this is a great idea. And, and I mean, I don't, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, I only got 30 people and, and, and that's not enough, but it just, it just, it really does seem like one of the worst logos and the worst team names I've ever seen. It doesn't even make sense. I don't know what they're referring to as far as Delta. I mean, like I said uh, earlier, I don't know if you got it in the recording, but I just finished writing an article for um, Indomitable City Soccer, which is the SB Nation Sac Republic site that just started. And um, I was just generally confused confused about it because I, what does Delta mean? I mean, there is a Delta that pours into the Bay Area, into the San Francisco Bay, but it for, has to go through two other Delta or two other bays first. And the Delta is in itself is closer, much closer to Sacramento than it is to San Francisco. I'm generally just confused about everything involved with the project, I guess. The weird, the weird, weirdest part is that they haven't been officially an- announced yet, right? But they have a Twitter account, right? So they're promoting what they're doing already. Um, and 
I saw some pictures and videos that they have a supporter group that's sort of like rallying in San Francisco. Do you know any more about that or are you confused about that as well? Well, okay, so like I know that they've contacted key supporters and the and one to be their, to their credit, one of the things that they are doing that is good is they are talking to a lot of the um, supporters who are in San Francisco and trying to have an open dialogue with them. That's good. Um, I've talked to a number of people who have spoken directly with uh, Ricardo Stanford uh, Jeromo, who is confirmed, or well, at least I confirmed it on Twitter as as one of the investors in the group and sort of the figurehead in the group. So mm-hmm. to their credit, they are starting at the grassroots level. That is good. At the same time, it appears as if they didn't ask any other person about the, for input about the name or the logo, given the reaction on Twitter. Right. I mean, yeah. so I, I don't, I don't know. I'm yeah. Sorry. What, what's your next question? <laughs> yeah. So they said, they said on Twitter, uh, come see a game. Our first kickoff will be in 2017. So it looks sure. like, uh, Bill Peterson, he said that they were going to announce some expansion teams on the West coast, uh, in the next couple of months. So it seems like San Francisco Deltas is going to be uh, a new NASL expansion side in the West Coast. I don't know what I make about this name. As you said earlier, the Deltas don't understand that. Hopefully, once they announce it, they clarify what that actually means. Uh, and Yeah, I mean, they, they, they really, and it's really weird. The, the way that they're giving us the information is just through basically emails, right? Like yeah. I signed up on BayAreaProSoccer.com, which by the way, if you type in BerkeleyProSoccer.com or OaklandProSoccer.com or San MateoProSoccer.com, they all redirect to BayAreaProSoccer.com, which maybe they have even, haven't even decided on a location yet. I don't know. As far as the announcement for the actual team, when I was told the information, um, I first reported that this team was going to happen back in uh, the start of December and at that time, I was told that an announcement was not going to come until after the Super Bowl. And that, you know, makes sense given the fact that the Super Bowl is happening in the Bay Area. And mm-hmm. any anything that any sort of announcement this week about a team would be stupid because of, you know, the largest sporting event in the United States taking place uh, allegedly in San Francisco, but actually 45 minutes south of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And it. So who knows? I, I have no idea why they're sending they're sending out information basically just via email. What their plan is, but I do know that I would expect them to be announced in the next month or two, as was reported by uh, uh, Empire of Soccer with Bill, that Bill Patterson said. Or, sorry, Peterson. Mm-hmm. So uh, you live in the California area, right? So do you think this club is going to be a success in the San Francisco area? Well, it, it's. It's tough to say. I mean, there was a uh, back before NASL and USL split off. There was a team in San Francisco for one year called the California Victory, and they ha- they were they had some okay success, but their funding got pulled, um, and so they weren't able to continue as a team. You know, it's, it's really hard to say because San Francisco is a market that it's you know ideally it's it would look good for NASL to be in San Francisco because, you know, it's one of the most iconic cities in the world. There's a lot of money there, a lot of corporate sponsorships. I just don't know if it's something that's going to be supported. And I don't know if San Francisco is actually the place they should be looking at. I mean, I think it would make a lot more sense to go right across the Bay and go to Oakland or go to Berkeley and have, you know, you're not going to get the, 
the glitz and the glamour of San Francisco, but I think those are the two markets that would support a team a lot better than San Francisco. I just feel like when you're in San Francisco, there are a lot of better things to do than support a soccer team. I mean, I, I don't think people from San Francisco go see the earthquakes and that's only, you know, 30 minute drive at a brand new facility. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I just think that if you're in San Francisco, it, it, you're not going to care about something unless it's, you know, quote major league or, but you know, I could be wrong and I hope I'm wrong because I, I want to see every team that is in every market get supported well. Can we touch on where they might play stadium-wise? Is there any stadium that we know of that's maybe available for once they get into the league in 2017? Or Because I don't think we might see them build a stadium. Well, that's funny you mentioned that because uh, they... And I don't know if it's because the ownership group is naive or because... Well, they haven't been in the area for that long, although I am told that the ownership group does include local owners as well. But for some reason, from the information I've been told, they have this idea that they are going to be able to build a soccer stadium in the city limits of San Francisco, which is absurd wow. because, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the 49ers couldn't do it. It took the Giants decades. It took the Warriors decades to do both. And all those teams are, you know, in the, you know, dealing with tens more, 10 times more money than a, a an NASL team would would be dealing with in in terms of you know player contract et cetera et cetera and and are also much bigger on the on the sports footprint. That being said, from what I'm told, they've they've uh, oh, I always get these two mixed up. I can't remember if it's uh, San Francisco State. No, it's definitely San Francisco State. No, okay, wait. It's either they're looking at the, to play maybe at either University of San Francisco or San Francisco State. Don't ask me which one's which. I've been to one. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, or He's our stadium. Uh, it's a stadium right in a pretty good neighborhood, uh, easily accessible on public transportation. It's where the um, San Francisco City FC right now currently play. They're a supporter-owned club who are uh, just joined the PDL and will uh, take uh, be, be doing that this year. Um, it's where they play, and it's in, in, in principle, it's a good it's a good idea because it's it's uh, it has a good location in the stadium and. Um, well, basically, it's got a good location. That's pretty much the only thing it has going for it. The bad thing is that it's actually a public use stadium. So if you and I wanted to right now, assuming that, well, there actually will be a game there in about an hour when SF City FC plays, but we can actually go and play on the field if we wanted to. There's a racing track around it. Um, last time I went there to cover a game, the internet didn't work, and I was in the Bay Area. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but it's actually one of the, the rare stadiums in this country that has – both natural grass and football lines because <laughs> it, it, it um, hosts so many high school football games that the field just gets constantly torn up and, um, and the lines are still there. I, I mean, it's, if they could make that stadium work somehow, it would be a good idea, but I, I just don't really see it. And this is where the, the second division um, California victory played back in the mid two thousands. And they, I can't remember how they drew, but I don't think it was particularly well. So, I mean, that's from that's what I'm hearing as far as the stadium situation for now. We'll see if that um, if that comes to fruition, but I don't imagine it being a realistic possibility of them actually playing in their own downtown stadium. That that doesn't make sense. Talking about their downtown stadium, if they do end up building one, it sounds like a very attractive market, right? Uh, you have the San Francisco area you have this brand new stadium in downtown as you said earlier 
And what's not to like about this new expansion side? I know a lot of NASL fans are saying, so when are we going to go to the West Coast? But I think Bill Peterson, he wanted uh, to find the right owners, find the right markets. And I personally think San Francisco is a good market because MLS is not going there, right? And the NASL seems like the only league that is willing uh, to go to San Francisco and other areas on the West Coast. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, like I say, it could work, and I hope it does work. It's just, it's all a matter of, you know, will they actually do what they they think they can do? And I, I don't, I I don't know the, um, you know, I only am aware of two people who are in, in the ownership group. That being uh, Ricardo Stanford Jeromo, who had his uh, cup of tea with the Fort Lauderdale Strikers, and then a gentleman by the name of Brian Helmick. Um, I don't know how they know each other. I know that they, I believe they both spoke to speak Portuguese as a first language. So he might be a Brazilian too. He, he went to Stanford. I don't know. Um, but, you know, if they could get it to work, if they could get a downtown stadium, sure, why not? But I just, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to happen. And, and But at the same time, I think it's something that NASL has to do. It has to go to the West Coast. San Francisco, I mean, you already have a team in San Jose. Uh, you have USL likely going to MLS in Sacramento. Um, who knows about San Diego, but that's that's basically uh, Tijuana, uh, an area where people mostly support Tijuana. And then LA already has um, two MLS teams. So, I mean, San Francisco does make sense. That being said, I also have reported that um, the NASL will, in fact, go to Orange County. Um, and that bid allegedly already been accepted. And so that those are the two places, at least from California, that I know that they're looking at right now. So Orange County, San Francisco, if you have to just on the spot now think where if you were Bill Peterson, where would you go on the West Coast besides San Francisco and uh, Orange County? Um, well, you know, we're hearing all those things about Las Vegas, um, which that team wouldn't draw any home fans, I don't think, but they would draw a crap ton of away fans. Um, and uh I don't know. I mean, yeah, lots of I there's so many markets that just either already have MLS teams, already have USL teams. That's not to say that that uh, an NASL team wouldn't be successful in a market that's already has it has a uh MLS or USL team. In fact, I think that the rumored, well, I guess true facts about Peter Wilk going to Chicago NASL mm-hmm. team, like that's a really good idea. Chicago um, if they if they could capitalize on the fact that the fire don't actually play anywhere near Chicago and the fact that there are tons of um, people who are soccer supporters inside Chicago, I think that that could work. But I think that the NASL, if they're going to go into the same markets that MLS teams already are, they need to go into one, uh, weaker markets and that like Chicago, where you don't have a good stadium situation, where you have a, uh, a fan base that is definitely not happy with the results and the way the team has been run for the last or the organization has been run for the last few years. I think that's NASL's smartest move, but as far as maybe any standout markets on the West coast, I don't, I can't really think of uh, any others, you know, other than San Francisco and orange County. I don't know if orange County is a good idea. I mean, no one cares about the OC blues, although they're like probably one of the worst run organizations in all of American soccer. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't see any home runs though. Maybe, you know, maybe Las Vegas. Um, I'd like to see someone put some put a team in downtown Phoenix. Uh, 
you know, right now the Arizona United and the USL play pretty far outside of Phoenix. So, I mean, just markets like that, I guess, would be the ones that stand out. But nothing really, you know, I guess, you know, now that we're talking about this, the, the big home run market would be San Francisco. That makes sense. That's the biggest name. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a, you know, it's, it's probably one of the most popular cities in the world. It, it, I guess, yeah. I, I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't say anything other than those two. But the most important part is that they're sort of marketing their brand already before they're announced. So hopefully they have a, a group of supporters that uh, stick together and try to support the Deltas or whatever their nickname <laughs> is going to be. Um, yeah, so let's move on the conversation to New York soccer because there was a rumor that Ricardo Silva, the owner of Miami FC, that he trademarked a name for a New York soccer team. So What's your opinion on that? Do you think uh, that the NASL can support a second New York soccer team? Well, you know, you would know better than me. I've, I've, I've only been in New York once for about a week. Yeah, but I just want to get um, your opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I haven't yeah. heard this rumor. I have not heard this rumor. Um, for me, and again, I don't know the inner workings of New York that well, but, you know, it all depends on where the team plays, right? And mm-hmm. uh, would it be in, I mean, would it be in New York City? I mean, are there venues in New York City? I, I, I don't know. I mean, there are definitely enough people there, although we always talk about it being an oversaturated uh, saturated sports market. I mean, if, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would like to see it, ha- to see what happens when, when, if it did happen, I would watch it very closely. I don't know if it would be successful. I would be very skeptical about it, but you know, um, the, if, if if the MLS team, New York City FC and the Cosmos both can't actually get stadiums inside New York City or at least are struggling to do so, I wonder how another soccer team would come in and be able to be successful, I guess I would say. Yeah, that's my straight up opinion is that I think we could support another soccer team, but I think that the soccer fans that are in New York City, they already have a team, so they're in my opinion, there aren't supporters that are going to jump ship and say, well, I don't want to support NYCFC anymore and then go support a second division team. Uh, But again, I don't think New York City is a market they should get a a second team in, but upstate New York is a market where I think they could go into, like the Rochester Rhinos, if they will have a better ownership group uh, because I know they switched... Uh, they sold the team or something like that. They switched ownership. And yeah, so if upstate New York could work, that sounds very exciting because the Cosmos really lack that that uh, close rival. And uh, that would be a New York team. What about Buffalo? Yeah, they have an MPSL team, right? Right, and I think that they're decently well-supported. That's a, that's a market that the NASL should be targeting. I mean, there's there's... No, I mean, the closest team to that was probably Toronto FC, but I mean, I don't think people are driving from Buffalo to go see Toronto FC. Um, yeah, I mean, if, but yeah, definitely Rochester as well. I mean, the, the Rochester is, uh, group in, in USL is in, is in total um, turmoil right now. The, the, the schedule for the USL, I believe, had to be delayed specifically because the league did not know if Rochester was going to be able to play in 2016. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have to because they just won the league championship um, would look pretty bad to fold right after that. But I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, if you're right, if you're looking at New York to add a second team, it, it, it shouldn't be in New York City. It should be somewhere else. Yeah, so let's talk about the Sacramento Republic. I know that they have ambitions to go to MLS, right? Uh, yeah. But let's play a what-if game, right? So what if Don Garber uh, denies the Republic from going into MLS, right? Could we see them going into the NASL? So this is a question that I get a lot, actually, and it's pretty interesting. I haven't really reported this or told anyone this yet because I'm writing um, – actually, I mean, you, may not, you may know or you may not know. I'm writing a book about the Republic. It'll be out sometime this year, basically, You know how the team got started. Um, and from what they told me is that when they were looking to – and they, when I say they, I mean Warren Smith, the president of the Republic, and Joe Wagoner, the vice president of the Republic, who are the co-founders, when they were looking to join – a league, right? Mm-hmm. They looked it up and did the research and found out, okay, there are two leagues to, that we can possibly join. There, there's, uh, at the time, the USL Pro and there's the NASL, right? Yep. So what they told me was that they called uh, the USL and the NASL and that the USL called them back within 24 hours and that the NASL never returned their call. And, um, wow. you know, in, 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 in you know, to from the NASL standpoint, you know, no one thought that the Sac Republic was going to be nearly as successful as it has proven to be. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's one of the, the biggest success stories in, in American soccer, but I, I don't think, no, I don't, I think that the, the Sac Republic would stay in USL just because the fact that, you know, they, they were possibly interested in joining the NASL and the NASL never gave them the time of day, at least according to the Republic. I haven't actually gotten the confirmation from the NASL yet about this situation. I haven't actually asked them yet, but it just seems like I, I, I wouldn't see that happening um, with them, especially with the way um, the NASL is definitely viewed in a different manner out here in the West Coast where we don't actually have any teams yet. And, um, and then it is, I'm sure, on, on the East Coast, where it's very much more on the forefront of soccer thinking than it is over here. So if you guys do get a West Coast expansion side, which is reported, you reported it, right? Would you follow one of those teams? Would you support them? What would be well, your your passion? Yeah, so no, I mean, I, I, su- I support any soccer, really. I mean, it, it, I just want to see soccer succeed in this country and, and you know, it already is. It, it's high. It's a foregone conclusion. It's We're already past the point where soccer is succeeding in this country, given the fact that, you know, you and I right now are on a podcast talking about, uh, uh, you know, a second, a second, a bunch of second division teams that don't even exist yet. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I would, su- I mean, I would support them in the sense that, you know, I would cover, I would cover them. I'm about, you know, a 70 minute drive from San Francisco. If, you know, the Republic weren't playing on the weekend, I'd probably go to go to their games if they, if they had some, um, I have family in the Bay, so it would definitely be that thing. But I mean, I, I support them just as much as I support, you know, the idea of any club and that being also Sac Republic. I go to their games. There's a, um, there's some regional leagues out here. Do I go, I go to their games. I've got, I've done a lot of uh, reporting on um, SF city FC who are about to go to PDL. I know, some people involved with a team called the Berlin Game Dragons, who are also PDL, which is in about uh, 20 miles south of San Francisco. So, I mean, I would support them just as much as I support everyone else. I mean, people on uh, Twitter like to give me a lot of crap for, I guess, supporting allegedly supporting the USL and not supporting the NASL. Well, if there was an NASL team in Sacramento, I would 
support the NASL mm-hmm. and talk about them just as much as I do the USL and Sacramento Republic right now. It's all a matter of geography, where I live and where teams are. So, I mean, no matter where a team is, I'm going to, you know, support that team, not in terms of me being a fan, but in terms of me covering the team and making sure that they are, in fact, notable in their community, I guess I would say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you talked about a book that you were currently writing. So can you talk a bit more about that and where people can buy it maybe once it uh, is released? Yeah, so it's funny because I'm actually doing it um, with a couple guys who cover the NASL right now mm. um, over at uh, – it's called – publishing company is called Byline Press. Um, it's uh, Wes Berdeen and William Stenross who cover Minnesota United. They've written um, – they're on their second book right now. They wrote an annual for – the 2014 uh, Minnesota United season. And that was their first book. And then they're doing it one for 2015. So that should be coming out pretty soon. Um, mine. I don't know when we don't have a date yet. It's almost the first draft is almost finished, but um, uh, not quite there yet. But so I would imagine that it would drop sometime in 2016. I'm hoping that it will. So that, by the way, never write a book. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, so I mean, it's just I'm going through the origins of of Sac Republic, how the team came to be. I have, you know, I've interviewed at length probably everyone who's ever even somewhat been involved with the organization. I've been there covering the team since day one. I've been, uh, you know, I was there for their first championship. I was also there for their first preseason game against a small college called UC Davis. So I've, I've been there the whole time. It's just a comprehensive history of the team and how how they came to be and. Um, yeah, Byline Press, you should check them out. Even, you know, if it's not for my stuff. They do some quality work um, mm-hmm. uh, on their own covering Minnesota United. So you talked about your article that you will release tonight or right <laughs> in the next couple of days. So if someone wants to read that article about your thoughts about uh, San Francisco Deltas and uh, your thoughts on that, where could they check that out? Yeah, so um, I don't regularly contribute to the, it's called Indomitable City Soccer, the SB Nation site for the Sacramento Republic, which just went over to SB Nation, actually. It's maybe this week, I think, did. I don't regularly contribute to them, but I also don't really, because I write for a newspaper, right? So I don't really have a platform to sometimes just come out and, you know, discuss for a thousand words why it's ridiculous that a team is named the Deltas and their logo is doesn't make any sense either. I don't, I don't really have a platform to do that. So, so, so when I don't, I send it, send my stuff to my friend. Um, his name's Josh Beeman. He covers the Republic as well for SB nation. He used to do it for um, reckless challenge, a uh, different website. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you check it out on Indo- Indomitable, Indomitable city soccer. They're at blurbs Indomita or something like that on Twitter. Uh, you should be able to find it pretty easily. It should be up at some point tonight. Um, if not, maybe tomorrow. I don't know when this podcast is going to get released. It's We'll just say it's, it's out by the time you're listening to this. Okay, yeah. Thanks again, Evan, for coming on the show. Uh, keep up your great work working uh, and writing for that newspaper, the book. Best of luck. Uh, and hopefully you'll write a second book as well. <laughs> no, there's no way. <laughs> hopefully we but can have you back and it. we can talk about your, your second book about uh, the Deltas maybe or uh, I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. All right, cool, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Evan Ream for coming on the show. Hopefully, he can come on again. Maybe when we're maybe talking about some more NASL expansion to 
the West Coast. I want to know what you guys think about the San Francisco Deltas. You heard our opinion on uh, this sort of hot topic in the NASL, which is West Coast expansion. And we may be hearing uh, the San Francisco Deltas joining the NASL officially in March. So that is something to look forward to. You heard some some news from someone on the ground in California, and th- and that was Evan. So you can give him a follow at Evan Ream. He does a lot of stuff. He covers the Sacramento Republic of the USL. He is currently writing a book. He talked about an article that he wrote about uh, about the Deltas. So check that out if you didn't already. I really enjoyed this. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. Follow us on Twitter at One Team Pod. Like us on Facebook at the First Team Podcast, and check out our website FirstTeamPod.com. We have a blog, we have a podcast page, and so much more on the site, and so much more coming very, very soon. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the Five Points. Boys up in the Del Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York Street and White. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cause we're country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely songs come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, the rap from here, tax, hash, and bliss. Reacts, tap, and we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, going back to the to the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Affects your girl down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you about the views. Like the cues allowed to you without the dudes. Around with crews, I'll track the past, no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about profession. The work's the test and F's connected like a method. Now breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it, the work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.